0: Hello and welcome to Cool Time Life, People, Productivity and Tech. I'm your host, Steve Prentiss. Here's what you need to know about this podcast series. Each of our Cool Time Life podcasts is 10 minutes or so in length. Each one focuses on a topic dealing with people, productivity or technology. Each contains short units offering ideas and facts you probably need to know about to thrive in today's busy world. An index of our podcasts and their blogs and who I am, as well as subscription information, is available at steveprentice.com podcast. Now, on with the show. This is a People episode, and focuses on light, darkness, and the winter months. This episode was originally broadcast last year as part of a longer episode, but has been updated and edited. Every year, winter closes in, and with it, the long days of summer vanish into memory. The lack of light, dark when we get up and dark by supper time, has profound impact on the body and mind. It's a time when many people suffer from some form of depression, either mild in terms of listlessness and a strong desire for comfort foods, or profound in the form of anxiety and seasonal affective disorder. And much of that has to do with the lack of light. Human beings love light. We respond to the energy that natural light delivers. The presence of sunlight stimulates the body to release positive stress hormones like serotonin and cortisol to get it moving. Low light, by contrast, does the opposite, prompting your body to create melatonin, which is the hormone that contributes to sleepiness and sleep. Melatonin can only be manufactured in low light conditions. The presence of sunlight on a bright summer morning tends to sweep it away. This is important for so many reasons, and the first has to do with your best time of day. Segment 1. The power of morning light. Here's a challenge for you. Pull together a group of people and ask them for a show of hands. How many of you consider yourselves to be more active and alert in the morning, rather than the evening? In other words, how many morning people are there here? The odds are extremely good that 80% of your group, any group, will say they are morning-oriented. And that's because 80% of the world's population is oriented towards the morning. That means all of these people will be at their best basically between 9 and noon, and more specifically between 9 and 10.30, when the presence of strong morning light combines with the adrenaline rush provided by our morning coffee to create the most alert period of the day. So think about that. 9 o'clock till 10.30. That is the most valuable part of the entire day, at least from an energy standpoint. You will be able to get more done, more of your most important work done during this short period, and you'll be able to do it better than in any other time of the day, especially the mid afternoon. But what do most people do during this time? They spend a lot of it checking and responding to email or attending poorly managed meetings. Now, email might be important to your job, but it is not as important as the skills you were hired to use. Meetings... Well, they should be either shortened or eliminated to be replaced entirely by collaborative technologies like Slack or Microsoft Teams, but we'll save that for another episode. The bottom line is, if you want to get more done, defend this slice of time between 9 and 10.30 against distraction. Assign this time for your most important, most valuable, most lucrative tasks, and leave the less important stuff, including responding to emails, for afterwards. Segment 2. Use light to help wake you up. Waking up in the morning is tough. Very few people can wake up reliably at an exact time. If you can, you are very lucky. Most of us, however, are sleep-deprived. We do not get enough quality sleep. And part of the reason has to do once again with light, specifically the light coming from your laptop or phone. So many people turn to these devices in the evening for entertainment, for browsing social media, for getting those last few emails returned, but beware. The light coming from your phone or tablet is bright and bluish. It tricks the body into thinking the sun is coming up and consequently reverses the process of melatonin production just when you need it the most. If you want to use your devices any time after the sun has set, make sure to download an app or use the night feature that switches your display over to a lower light, lower contrast color palette. Remember, the body you inhabit is not evolving as fast as the technologies we use. We have an ancient brain and nervous system that for most of its 100,000-year history has not seen anything brighter at night than the moon or a fire. The crisp brightness of Angry Birds or Twitter or email is way too new. But you can use light to help wake you up gently. One of the most effective ways to do this is to ensure there is light present in your world before you wake up. In the summer, that's easy, the sun takes care of it by getting up first, but in the dark months of winter, it's up to us. Here's how to do it. Get yourself a wall socket timer and plug a lamp into it. Not the one on your bedside table that will shine directly into your eyes, that's cruel and ineffective. But set it up with a lamp that is somewhere between your pillow and the coffee maker, maybe in the hallway. Set the timer so that it turns the lamp on just five minutes before your alarm clock wakes you up. Now you might ask, why not just simply turn the light manually on when you get up? But there's a big difference. Having the presence of light in your visual field just prior to opening your eyes gives you a head start on stimulating your body's chemistry. And while you're at it, get rid of that nasty alarm clock too. There are much better systems, your phone probably even has one, that uses softer sounds to wake you up gradually in sync with your natural sleep rhythm. Segment 3. Use light properly at work. The same light usage concept applies to your workplace too. If it is at all possible, try to work somewhere where there is an abundance of natural light. The presence of natural light both stimulates and regulates your body. It is essential for clear thinking and focus. Why do you think executives always get the corner office? One of the many perks of this position is that it provides a much more natural and stimulating environment in which to work. Okay, so not everyone gets access to the corner office, but worse, a lot of us get stuck working under fluorescent lights. Now here's an interesting thing about fluorescent lights. They fluoresce. They flicker at a rate that is just beyond the range of human vision, which is about 40 frames per second. That's a lot of visual interference that you are fighting every hour of your workday. It's like the cabin noise in an aircraft or trying to have a conversation in a room full of crying babies. It's interference that you have to work against, and it gets very difficult. In any situation where you have to work or meet, try to get those fluorescent lights turned off. If you're having a meeting, make it part of your meeting room setup list. Look up. Check the lights. Turn off the fluorescents and turn up the pot lights. You know, the light bulb lights. Open the drapes. In fact, rewind even further. When you're booking the meeting room, seek out one that has windows, and yes, book the meeting for first thing in the morning, when, remember, 80% of your attendees will be at their best. As for your workplace, try using a desk lamp. It doesn't have to be a pricey full-spectrum lamp, just a regular one that uses a regular light bulb to cast some warmer light on your working surface. Final thought don't forget to stock up on vitamin D. Vitamin D is one of those vitamins that helps your body absorb other essential minerals and is instrumental at helping keeping osteoporosis and immune-related illnesses at bay. Humans automatically manufacture vitamin D for themselves when skin gets exposed to the sun, but during the winter months, that doesn't happen. Dairy products and some meats do offer some vitamin D, but ask your physician because supplements might be in order. So, there you have it, our podcast on light, darkness, and the winter months. If you have a comment about the show or a question you would like answered in a future episode, please let me know. You can drop me a line through the contact form on my webpage, which is steveprentice.com, S-T-E-V-E, P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Steven Prentice. If you like what you hear, please do consider subscribing and even leaving a review. All the details are at steveprentice.com under the podcast link. The theme music for the Cool Time Life podcast was obtained through podcastthemes.com. Until next time, I'm Steve Prentice. Thanks for listening.